0: Sanctioned Women's UCI Cycling Show. My name is Dan and with me to talk all things zero Rosa is my good friend Sarah. How are you Sarah?
1: I'm happy because it's that time of year again. It's very exciting.
0: Peak stage racing time is what we're talking about. Um, yeah yeah. Yeah there has been a bit happened since we last caught up because um, you know we have conflicting schedules and jobs and stuff which are very annoying. Um, so I, I just want to mention early on, if people would like to hear from us more often, they should probably just pay you a lot more uh, via your Patreon page. But now that <laughs> now that we've now that we've slipped that oh-so-subtle product placement in, um, do, you want, do you want to super quickly, maybe we should catch up very, 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 very quickly on last weekend's European Championships before we dive right into the exciting stuff, which is that the Giro Rosa is on right now.
1: Yeah, what we're going to do is we'll talk very briefly through the national champs, uh, just stuff that we were interested in. And then we're going to do, we'll tell you a bit about the race and then we'll tell you what's happened in stages one and two and we'll tell you how you can follow it and watch it on TV. Well, TV slash modern TV equivalent.
0: <laughs> yes, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you find so difficult about saying that, but okay. <laughs> is, it, is a it... I had a friend
1: who was saying that she her, she was like hanging out with her niece or ne- niece and nephew, and there are things that she'd say like, "Oh, should we tape this?" and "Oh, can you wind the window down?" and these kids were just looking at her like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we're old.
0: Yes, 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 you are. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. Well, um, okay. So in EuroChamps, um, it's not
1: just EuroChamps, unless you count Canada as European, which I'm willing to do so.
0: Yeah. Well, you know. Okay. Fair enough. And also Japan um, and Korea. I think um,
1: Japan so. is awesome and Japan actually quite is awesome. South American as well. But yes.
0: Okay. Well, you know, but it, it was it was mostly not Australia. So. Um, I I was somewhat distanced from most of the action. I did catch up a, a little bit, though. Um, I enjoyed watching Lizzie Armistead's uh, rather cautious salute as she crossed the line this time
1: <laughs> did you Did you see her tweet that she put out afterwards? She She basically is uh, the British National Champions just finished on the cobbles and if you missed it, Lizzie said crashed in the first stage of the Aviva Women's Tour and she said it, she basically crashed because she took both hands off the bars and got a bit overexcited and lost control of her bike when she was blown away by a gust of wind. Um, yeah, so, she's, so she made some joke about one-handed just to be certain.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, especially when you're celebrating for before the line it's bad enough if you crash after but you definitely don't want to crash before you cross for the champions jersey so yeah well done lizzie um look there's there's a a whole bunch of results there that uh, you know are cool but i you know i have to say weren't necessarily particularly surprising like Yolene dora for belgium i mean she's been having a sure
1: thing that's not a sure thing. It is her third time she's won, but there are some really good sprinters in Belgium, in Belgian cycling, and so she fought for that. And there's some really nice video on that from Sportser, which I recommend you go and watch.
0: Oh yeah. yeah sorry, I'm not suggest sorry, I didn't mean to suggest it was a sure thing, just you know, like not surprised that she did win, you know.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I yeah. think the one the one I mean, I you know who I felt sorry for? I felt sorry for Emily Hansen. Yeah. Because she said before the race, she was tweeting before the race because Amelia um, Farline was sick. Um, mm. A couple, a couple other, a couple, of other, um, a couple of other riders were sick, and it's like kind of like she was like, oh, I, you know, she still won the ITT and the um, and the road race, but it wasn't perhaps as um, a harder race as she likes. She does like to have hard races.
0: She she does like hard races, as um, Guy Elliott from the Aviva Women's Tour directly apparently. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um who else um who else are you interested in Ah. Oh, you know what i was very interested in the dutch national Championships. because the two ones that i think are the really hardest ones to win are basically the dutch national championships and the italian national championships yeah. just just because they've got so much strength and depth they're really really strong and it's all drama there because Anna van der Breggen won the ITT champs, which is you know her first time as the ITT as yeah. ITT champion, but beating former world champion Ellen Van Dijk mm. um, with Chantal Black in third, and then in a super—it's uh, always a great road race. Um, it was. Uh, Lucinda, Lucinda Brands Brand. yeah. from Rabobank, and yeah, just just joyous, like really nice. I mean, like, Lucinda's such a fantastic rider, and I was so upset that we didn't see her take that super technical finish in the Aviva Women's Tour. But yeah, Lucinda won solo with um, Amy Peters second round and Meek M- van Vleuten third in a group of three, with another small group behind her. Um, so yeah, I mean, mm. congratulations, Lucinda. She'll be she'll be super thrilled, and that's her second time in the jersey. So yeah, yeah, absolutely uh,
0: awesome. Um, so well, you've mentioned the Italian, so maybe we should talk about uh Elena Cicini. Uh, yeah, she yeah. won
1: solo too. She took the it's very, very hard to to retain the Italian cha- champions jersey for two years in a row. I think like it's been done in the nineteen eighties or something. And yeah, so Elena Cicini did that. Um with uh, she won solo with Elisa Longo Borghini, twenty-one seconds behind, and Dalia Muccioli twenty-three seconds behind. So yeah, congratulations to Elena. She will be very, very happy. And she was super strong in the um, classics part of the season, but then we haven't really seen. I think she's been she had a break, and then maybe she's been off form or sick or something. But we haven't really seen her shine again until now. Hurrah! Yeah,
0: yeah. which is very cool. Very cool.
1: So um, we said Lizzie Armitt said one, didn't yep, we? Um, yeah. The British um, champs.
0: I was going to say, uh, you know, again, not a huge surprise that Pauline Ferrand pravot prevailed in uh, in France.
1: Well nice though because she's been sick she's been having back problems True. so she skips like Baku and the um uh you know uh uh you know women's the, the and and the uh, most recent uh mountain bike world cups but yeah it's um yeah
0: Mm-mm. well i mean hopefully it's indicative at least in a broad sense of uh, a bit of a return to to wow. peak form i mean this week wow. is going to be mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean can she win? Last year she was second in the Giro. And, yeah. and she's one of the best climbers, one of the most exciting riders. And so with Van der Bregen on a form, and so while yeah. while they don't have the amazing, wonderful Mariana Boss in the Rabobank team racing the Giro this year, having Van der Bregen on form and Fran Bravo on form is still makes them oh my god, what a team. Yeah, what
0: exactly, team. exactly. Um and just quickly rounding out the French results, Audrey Cordon picked up the ITT. Um, yep. and I think I believe that means that over the weekend that we all picked up four national champs of, of different stripes because Mayoku, Mayuko Hagawara uh, won for Japan as well. So yeah,
1: she won the road race in the ITT. Um, there's loads of that. So I mean, Emily won the road race and ITT in Belarus. Um, Anna Sanchez Chafer, who's also a Wiggle, um, won the road race and ITT in Spain. So actually, they've got quite a lot of. Um, I think yeah. Wiggle came out as the top team, but um, I, which is it's lot-
0: kind of it's kind of sad in a way because you know Wiggle don't have a bad looking kit, so um, you know it's, <laughs> it's just kind of awkward. well.
1: Massive congrats, to Velocio Sram, who had a Mm. 1-2-3 in the German um, road race champs with um, uh, Trixie Warwick taking back the national champion's jersey. I want to say for her 150th time
0: or something (laughs) like that.
1: Um, And Mika Kroger winning the ITT champs, which, again, is a surprise because she beat uh, Lisa Branauer, the world champion.
0: Always, always exciting. Um,
1: So, yeah, so uh,
0: uh, I think that... Yeah, I think, I think that kind yeah. of wraps up the. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that kind of wraps <laughs> up all the ones that are, are super interesting. I mean, we we wind up just going congrats, congrats, congrats to everyone. Everyone gets a ribbon, otherwise. So, and they've already got a jersey. They don't need a ribbon from us, do they?
1: Yeah. Um, if you um want to see uh, um, uh the videos for any of these, I've got a post on our. Uh, on our site pro women'scyclingcom um which has got like little clips of videos that i've found and if you've seen other videos that you want to share with me are there, oh there's some from canada because Joel newmanville won the um uh road race and uh caroline canwell won the itt you know so there's all sorts of videos and interviews and things like that so click through have a look because there's some really good nice things so yeah yeah but but really it's, you know, basically, what, what is it um, national champs for? It's for getting your new jersey. Can you get your jersey in time for, for the, the Grand the, Tour?
0: For the Giro Rosa. Um, absolutely. And, look, as, uh, as I'm sure everyone listening already knows, we're partway through uh, the Giro Rosa for 2015, uh, with the, the prologue being held yesterday and Stage 1, uh, or, uh, are we calling it stage one or are we calling it stage two? Uh, the first I road know. stage...
1: God, I know, I know. Yeah. One day I'll get my head around cycling, but yeah, the first stage one was today, and mm. um, they basically the, these two states We started in Ljubljana in Slovenia, which is you know exciting. I like that. I like it when races go to strange places. Strange places, you know, places <laughs> <that> you don't <laughs>
0: places you don't usually expect to go. Uh, neither of us having, a, well, I don't think you've been to Slovenia. I haven't, so we're not necessarily saying Slovenia itself is strange. We don't know, but it I looks do know slightly. it's the
1: European Green Capital for next year.
0: Oh, really? Oh, what? Yeah,
1: because it takes over from Bristol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think I just knew a random fact? No, it's just a Bristol-based fact. <laughs>
0: I, I kind of hoped. Now that I know the backstory, I wish you had just known a random fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right. Well. Okay. Cool. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what to do with that. I honestly don't. I mean, I guess it's great that they've got a bike race starting there this year then. Okay, cool. Segway, let's do it. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to talk talk prologue or do you want to talk teams first? Because, you know, there's a couple of interesting things.
1: You see, I think we should talk about the course. I think we should talk about why it's important. You know why why is this your Rossa important, Daniel?
0: Uh, look, it is the last of the the grand Tour stage races for the women on the the calendar at the moment uh for those who may not be familiar with the the history of women's cycling under the uci there are restrictions on how long women's races can be in terms of number of days number of kilometers per stage and average number of kilometers Um, and so normally that means a race can't be more than seven days Uh, there were in Previous years gone by, glorious years gone by. A couple of other races that um, that were exceptions to the rules, but now we have the Giro Rosa, and that is it. It is the shining jewel. It is the biggest, most prestigious, most important stage race in all of cycling. Yes,
1: yes. And it's actually, I mean, one of the things that's been really depressing about the women's So basically, we're in a really good place for women's cycling. I'm not going to bitch too much about it, because we are in a really good place. But we had a very, very, very bad couple of years between, I'd say about 2004, and 2000 after 2008 Olympics, we just lost tons and tons of races. And it's been, you know, really hard, because the races we tended to lose are mountainous races, mm-hmm. um, because we've been rescued, women's cycling's basically been rescued by the likes of the Netherlands and Belgium and, you know, the Aviva women's tour in Britain. But, you know, the uh, the geography hasn't been kind to the mountain goats. And so when we get to the, the, the Giro Rosa, it has everything. It's got the time trials. It's got the climb, it's got the sprint stages, it's got the lumpy, classics-like stages, and it's got alpine climbing stages. And just like last year, they've got a real mix in the climbing stages this year. So we could, I mean, last year, we just saw Emma Pooley win them all. (laughs) But this year, it might be a very different thing. So I'm happy. I'm very, very happy about this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're spot on. I think this year is going to be really interesting, because not only um, do we not have Emma Pooley there to win them all, but you know. Mariana's still um, away. Yeah, Mariana's
1: not there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and so this changes team uh, politics, team goals a little bit. And also it throws the race open a little bit to um, potential, I don't want to say unknown, but, you know, unexpected uh, performers. You know, people who may not have had a crack in the past for various reasons will be free to.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting, well, except for the fact, unless you were joined up on your team as a uh, as a as as the Giro winner and then they go and hire someone else who's won the Giro before.
0: <laughs> Not <laughs> that we're looking... Way. Yeah, exactly. Not that we're looking square at Wiggle Honda or anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and that's gonna be one of the fun things to watch about it too, because actually we're in this weird scenario now where some of the big teams have got a lot of stars. Mm. Um obviously we talked about Rabobank coming in with Anna Van der Breggen and Pauline fran but they you know, Rabobank if there's one thing they can do is 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 it's work together and you know, work yeah. well.
0: Well, work and- together, work well. And then also when you read through their list of, of other writers I mean, you know, they're not, you know, even the domestics are basically um, stars in their own right. You know, you're looking at Shara Gillows. Kashia knew a Doma, to Jong. God, oh,
1: casha, Kasha could win. Kasha yeah. could win win the mountain stages. Kasha could win the zero. I mean it's just yeah, Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. It's you know, you've got your, your Roxanne Kenatoman. You, you know, like it's just it's just option after option after option. Every day could be a nightmare for everyone else on the road from that one yeah, yeah.
1: team. Yeah, and it's and it's also interesting because you you know, you kind of look at it. did you know they've got it's true, they've got eight rider teams this year. I yep. don't know if that's happened in the past before, but it's got eight riders, eight riders per team. Wow, mm. that's crazy! And um, yeah, so that's that, that's huge. But yeah, so if you look at bowls, for example, exactly. they've got Megan Guarnier, who's a super climber, and they've also got Evelyn Stevens, who's a super climber, and Kasia Palaska. Yeah, and then you've got your your, your stars like Lizzie Armstead and Chantal Black, your classicsy stars, and oh my god, Ellen Van Dyke. <laughs> and, and then who's you've just, got
0: just, you've got Ellen Van Dyke, and when when you're going seven riders deep before you bring up Ellen Van Dyke in a team. Your team oh is God. fucking stacked.
1: <laughs> I cannot <laughs> wait to see how they do. But again, like, you know, our, our how will how will Stevens and Guarnier work together? We've seen them do very well mm. so far, but that's going to be fun. And, yes, yeah, so Wiggle Honda, they've got Lisa longo borghini who's a real, like, she's Italian, she wants this win. But they've also got Mara Abbott, who's won before. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, Mara Abbott. And, and was... You know, right in the middle of everything last year as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: the thing about Mara Abbott is she when she um, so when she won um, when she when when she, she when she's won it, she's won it with those really big long climbs, and there are two mm. of them this year that are like that. Yeah, those big grinding climbs that you start at the bottom, and you go up to the top, that are relentless and don't give any time for recovery, and that's her expertise. Mm. Mm. However, two of the climbing the stages this year also have descents in them,
0: and yeah, that is much more. It's really interesting actually because when you look at it it's it, you can almost start to go um, you know the, the stage um, like the, the course in the course planning meeting they were like, okay, so stage five, we set it up so that Mara gets a solid lead and everyone thinks oh fuck it's over stage six we fucked that up
1: (laughs) yeah basically and it's and it's kind of i mean the thing about mara as well is that she's she doesn't ride very much in europe she doesn't she's she's been very overt about not liking riding in europe yeah she she finds it
0: uncomfortable and you know the style's different and and it's not a comfortable experience for her yeah
1: and so when she's one she's one with a team that's all about her that's all about protecting her and looking after her and defending her and stuff like that. however it's 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 in. I don't know. I just think it's yeah. going to be interesting. I mean, because you've got because you've also got in there. And so looking at the rest of the team, like Elisa longa Borghini, Audrey Cordon, Georgia Bronzini, Yolin dora they're very good at working together. As, they are um, very
0: very good at working together as a team. But there are also you know again a whole bunch of writers there. Like Georgia, you know, she'll work for her teammates, but she's definitely there to try and pick up a couple of stages too.
1: Oh well, yeah, exactly, and exactly. Yeah. And and so what do you do when you've got like a rider like Abbott this is what I'm going to be fascinated to see is what is what happens when you've got mm. a rider like Abbott, who's very good at those like long climbs, but likes to be you know, but you need you know needs people to get her to the bottom of those long yeah. climbs, yeah. And isn't necessary. I mean, I don't. We just don't have the technical enough technical to sense to know how she's do does in them. But in the past, yeah. they've not been what has got you know what have got her. And we saw last year she's not got the tactics. We saw that last final stage, which was a little bit controversial in some people's views, yeah. because basically she got completely schooled by but stuck in a group stuck in a group with Pauline Fran Prevost um uh Anna van der Bregen and Mariana Voss and just couldn't get away from them because yeah. while she's very, very, you know, very good at going uphill, she hasn't got that explosive attack power. And yeah. and she didn't have the kind of You know,
0: and she was she'd make tiny, tiny gains, but then you, you know the others could just diesel back to her and and she couldn't shake. Well also loose. they
1: could she couldn't she couldn't even get past them in a way that mm. other riders would drop up, you know, they okay they were they were kind of playing with playing with her a little bit. I mean it's not yeah. that I don't I know we'll have this argument a hundred times, but <laughs> again for just meant bringing this up but you know some oh my god they're bullying her it's like nah they're not bullying her they never kind of kept her boxed in she yeah. could have another rider would have you know that'd be Megan Guarnier yeah um yeah. in there for example
0: yeah, if that like, had been like you just you just ease up for two two pedal strokes drop back lean over and and gun out of there and just go Or you just push them out of the way, or you
1: just or you just get your elbows out yeah, <laughs> no. yeah exactly. just, i'm not saying guanye's an elbow rider i'm thinking guanye would have just gone for a moment no, and gone no, back again it's
0: it's it, well it's you also see a lot more of that on on the track too you know where people use a shoulder or whatever to to claim their space and it, that yeah. is a, you know it's not um like it's that's a legitimate part of cycling it's you know it's what happens so you know and and it does go back to like you were saying before Mara herself you know being very open about the fact that she finds it much less comfortable in Europe so it does raise questions you know like really she's going to need a couple of designated pilot fish to to see her through you know The, the parts of the stage before she set loose. And which
1: would be sad if you, it means that someone like who is as good as Audrey Cordon or or Georgia Bronzini in her fantastic road captain role are kind of held back to look after Mara rather than going up front and attacking. Mm. oh do you remember that stage last year? I think it was the first stage where it was Audrey and Elisa were out in the break and they yeah. were just glorious to watch together. So beautiful. Oh
0: wasn't that so it was so good. So yeah.
1: good. So, yeah, so I kind of we'll, – we'll see what happens. I mean, it, it, it's – I mean, I guess the other thing is is that, like, while Mara is very, very good at those climbs, you've mm. also got um, – the, the stage. so there's a stage last year which is one of the long, 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 climbs, which was um, – uh, the, 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 which this year is stage five, Trezzo Solare at Aprica, um, and that was the one where uh, – no, I'm wrong. The one where Emma Pooley won last year, oh, she won three last year, I think it was Teresa Solada to Aprica, was um, where Emma Pooley won, but she only—they they only... You know, the, Anna van der Breggen was only caught by Pooley and Abbott, two yeah. promises from the top yeah. she'd been yeah. leading. So it's, you know, we've got like some riders who've been practicing for this. And yeah, it's yeah. it's not, it's not going to have it easy. And then you've got people like Claudia Lichtenberg, who's won the year before in the past, who was doing so well in the Aviva Women's Tour. Yeah. And all sorts of other climbing riders that we just don't get to see Normally, you know. Yeah, we don't get to see a
0: lot of them, you know, in these types of races. So, you know, it is a little hard to predict, and that's why, you know, we're left saying um, that that there's going to be opportunities for riders to to steal some limelight here and and make some moves that we might not normally see from them, which is going to be awesome.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I mean, Bigler, Bigler, for example, they've got um Anna-Mique Van Vleurten back on top form. Ashley Moomin, Ashmi Moomin Passio, um, you know, who's a great climber. Yep. And then they've just um, they had a really interesting drama, Bigler, last week, because they suddenly announced that they've dropped that 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 um Shelley Olds and Manel La Cambra have both left the team. Yeah. Um Shelley's the American sprinter and Manel was the DS. And they come as a pair. They're, they're a couple, and they come as a pair. And, yeah, and so they've, they've kind of left the team. And they've replaced uh, Shelley with Carmen Small.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who, you know, and Carmen's had a pretty pretty good run in the US in the last couple of months. So, you know, it's it's not a bad move for Bigler. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how she gels with the team coming in partway through the season and all well, that sort of the- stuff.
1: She- I think she should be all right. I mean, the team, the team looking down at the Bigler team, it, because it's a new team, pretty much, they've got got—they've um, they've got some riders who've ridden together. So, for example, Sharon Laws and um, Sharon Laws, well, I was going to say, but then she's not there at the, at the team. They've got, they've kind of bonded really, really well as a, as a team. And, yeah, so although they haven't ridden together before, I think if you've got a good DS, that doesn't actually matter.
0: Yeah, Like, yeah. Well, I, I, no, you're right. I mean, as long as people actually know their roles and, and are willing to work for them, you know, it can still work. It's just, you know, it... it, it is yet another one of those sort of. We're going to have to see how that plays out.
1: Yeah. The interesting thing, though, is that because um, because last year in Ali Cipollini, they ends up in a really weird scenario where um, Shelley Olds and Barbara Guarisci were who are on the same team were kind of racing against each other for a lot. Uh huh. So it could be that, and and you know, Manella's the DS is is um, very much builds his team around Shelley. Yeah, I'd say I think that's fair uh-huh. to say. And so yeah, so it so it could be that. And, and we haven't seen Shelley in those races, any you know, in the in these races for for ages. So it's yeah, it, it's kind of one of those things where it could be well. Actually, it's not that big a deal because they haven't been riding with Shelley anyway. Yeah, and Carmen's a really great. cool Carmen's a really cool rider. She's you know she's been around for a while. She's got a good head on her shoulders. She's mm. ridden in in you know in the kind of crappy Italian teams. I don't mean all Italian teams <laughs> are crappy. But there are definitely some no, crappy no, Italian there are, teams. There
0: are some that are uh, uh, you know. Uh, definitely not on the same level.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Shelley, Shelley rode. she rode in Philadelphia where she was fourth and she was fourth in the tour of Chongming Island world cup. And she came second in Omelette van Borsalais, but she hasn't ridden very much. Like she just hasn't ridden very much. So I think she might still be injured. She had an injury at the start of the year. So, yeah, but I was surprised. I was thinking, oh, well, that makes sense for Ali Cipollini. Shelley's won stages of the Giro before, get her back in there. Um, where she's signed to. But she's not in their team either, which makes me think injury.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it looks yeah. like it. I haven't heard anything announcing that, but it, it certainly looks that way, doesn't it? So.
1: Yeah. So um, the Italian um, Ali Chip, um you can spot them from their fluoro jerseys. They've yeah. got um, Francesca Cowles. You, you, you cows. can
0: see them in a tunnel in the dark with your eyes closed.
1: <laughs> Basically. Basically. You know that kind of burning on your eyelid? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. that. Yeah, they've got Elena Bellato, who is a very, who I think has won Best Young Rider at the Giro before. And we haven't seen much of her recently in the last couple of years. And Francesca Cowes, who had that like mm. bizarre, um, uh, you know, like really, really good Giro. And then we never saw anything from yeah, her from a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. So um, yeah, so look out for them, and they've got lots and lots of uh, you know uh, young young riders there. They'll always be there. Um, Astana, well, Astana have dropped Halma Solovey. I'm looking at their list. I if, if oh, well, I, I don't want to. I, wanna I have no date. idea
0: why. Um, yeah
1: I've, I've no idea why either yeah. um yeah um but yeah so i'm kind of surprised if we see anything there there's mexican national team hurrah with yeah. lots of the riders who were a bit stuffed by the foreign in de mexico team so hurrah for them actually coming back um yeah italian teams uh trecoli forno da solo sileta futon um top girls fasa um, uh, um, um, uh, um then Livplanteur, I totally am going to be looking out for Claudia House Lichtenberg in the climbs. Yeah. Um, Flirtia Mackay doing random escape artistry, Sabrina Stultian's doing random escape artistry, you know, it's it's that's and Sarah Mustang in the sprints, that'll be fun. Um, Lotto Sudal, well, Elena Cecchini, yeah, we yeah. love you, you're gonna be great. And they got Carly Taylor from the mountains and Susie Zorzi. Um a couple more teams they've got well, uh, oh well viano yeah with since Astana have um dropped Solovey, our um our official dopey team um <clears throat> uh-huh. sorry, team team with riders who've been previously banned from e p o they've got two yeah they've got marta bastianelli and they've got rasellilla vitata, so yeah um if you want to have your new Astana team for the races Aromatalia viano, yeah mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Big should be wonderful. And then um look out for Impas Sotoli Giusfredi. It's a new team for this year, and they've been very quiet this year. They haven't really had that much excitement. But Rossella Rato, she's you know yeah. the star for the climbing. And then Velocio Sram. Um Alina Amulusic is their number one rider um for the team, but they've also got Tiff Cromwell, remember her hundred kilometer yeah. breakaway?
0: Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> Uh, epic, epic breakaway. And, you know, uh, uh, and a pack of, you know, nobody's like, you know, Barbara <sighs> and Oh, my God. And Mika Kroger and Carol uh, Ann it's... it's, you know, it's just a nothing team, really. Uh, so what's the race <laughs> like? Um, well, 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 I was also going to ask you, because we haven't actually mentioned yet. I, uh, one thing I did find quite interesting, Orica.
1: Yeah, Oracle, this is the problem. When you've got a superstar like Emma Johansson, whose your team is built around Emma Johansson, and she doesn't ride the Giro for some reason, I think it's I think the climbs are too too climby for yeah, her. Yeah, I think, like, I think
0: Emma, really the climbs are probably too climby and, you know, she she rides a pretty big season anyway. So
1: Yeah, uh, so this is yeah, her taking sort of time off. Yeah. yeah. Although although uh, you know, I won't, I would not say that it was mean. Cause that was quoted, you know, went the, th- you know, the thing about if she had, you know, we were talking about it last week where she was quoted as saying, Oh, the Aviva women's Tour is too easy. Yeah. Um, and then Guy Elliott explained, well, actually, that this is the context that she said that in, which is lucky because otherwise you would be sitting there going, Right, you think the race is too easy, but you won't ride the Giro? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I take that back because that's not yeah, true. Um, yeah. Emma is a wonderful rider and I have nothing but respect for her and wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, no, Arica. Uh, they the, got, they've got Rachel uh, Nalen and Kat Garfoot yeah. and Amanda Spratt for the mountains. And then they've got Vale Scandelara for attacking, but so they're, they're number one the rider.
0: Player. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the number one rider is Macy Stewart. Because not you know, normally your your team leader, you know, your your protected no. rider is your number one rider. You can tell a bit about that. So I'm a bit surprised by it being Macy Stewart, but you yeah, know, yeah. who knows?
0: Well and, I reckon and they, that's the thing, like literally half the team, this is their first Giro. so that's that's kind of interesting too. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, we've looked at the teams, but what about the course? What, what, what do you think about the course?
0: Well, um, well I mean, should we, should we talk about the course or should we um, you know, talk about the prologue and, and the first stage? Because, you know, they've already happened. Yeah, so, happened,
1: so. Yeah, so we, yeah, okay, let's do that. So, we talked about, so the prologue started last night. It was an evening. The first two are in Slovenia and Ljubljana, as we said, and it was a two-kilometre prologue. And someone was started, and someone was asking me, hey, why do you start with a two-kilometre prologue? It doesn't seem to make enough to to do enough. And I don't know exactly why they do it, but I think what my my suggestions are, um, oh, well, two kilometres is an interesting prologue. You get to have a very, very short thing, so you can have it in the evening um, after work, which is good for transport, it's good for crowds, that kind of thing. And it kind of sets up a GC... You know a GC action, but without like it being you know crazy big things. You know, so it, it, it's yeah, like you yeah. set up a GC that can change the next day. That pretty much can change the next day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It, exactly. You get you get an ordered rider. You've got someone on your first major stage wearing a leader's jersey, but they may not hold it. That you know for the whole race. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's so it's fun and, it, and it's I mean it's one of those evening prologues where it's out very technical course very yep. technical course and I was talking I I was talking about this while it was going on I also on
0: I, sorry just just quickly I also imagine that it's one of those ones that it provides a, a really handy spectacle for sponsors and organizers and you know officials in the in the town because a prologue's not a not a huge rolling you know road closures sort of thing to organize yeah you can have a big party around it and stuff too
1: yeah yeah so so yeah so it's it's i mean i i, I like it I, I saw one in um in the energy too. i mean you do end up with like the last riders riding in the dark mm. um but but it's kind of like it's it's an interesting thing about that also means where people go um uh you know start uh, where you put people in the in in their um uh, you know, where, where you start and finish. So it can kind of make that quite exciting too, because, you know, you don't end up with one of those things where you just have to wait and wait while the, while the times drop and drop and drop and drop. Yeah. yeah. So 2K, um, I've got to say my prediction was right. I did fuck up my prediction. because I was predicting a Rabobank one, two, three, because I would keep forgetting that Annemiek Van Vleuten isn't on Rabobank anymore. It's, oh my God, Bigler, <laughs> she's Bigler. I know. I'm sorry, Bigler. I'm sorry, Annemiek. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid, stupid cows. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you... So, so, but, 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 I was right. It's basically, who is good at um, short prologues?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, hell, Yeah. You know, if you were going to pick anybody uh, based on, for example, nationality, nationality. You'd, go, you'd go Dutch. If you are going to pick based on team, you'd go, oh, yeah, Rabo's pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean...
1: Yeah. And meet van Vleuten won and she's no surprise, These, she's expert at this and in second, third and fourth were Rabobank, it was Lucinda Brand um, Roxanne Kneteman and Anna van der Breggen and I love Roxanne Kneteman, she's an amazing domestique, a really kind of fantastic rider she had, came into the sport with because her father was Harry Kneteman who's a very famous um, Dutch cyclist yeah. and she's very very good um, you know uh, very great team player but very attacky rider as well and so here's my theory on why the dutch are very good because it was them it was uh anyway yeah Roxanna because I was had, gonna
0: say then you had ellen van Dijk in fifth so literally your top five are all dutch it's... yeah
1: top five top five are all dutch um why i think it's the attacking but roxana had this great tweet where she was saying something like yeah i'm sitting in the hot seat waiting for my teammates to beat me as normal <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, Lucinda – But so she was so – so um, obviously once Anamik started, Anamik won. But Lucinda Brand coming in second was fantastic too. And it's basically because Lucinda Brand is super fast through the corners. And if it's – the more technical it is, the more faster she is. So. Yeah,
0: well, and and bear in mind that the split was tiny. We're talking literally one second from first to third. So, yeah. you know, it, it was still – you know, yeah, she came second, but it was a tight, tight coming second. Yes,
1: yeah. and then, and then, you know, with Ellen Van Dijk in in fifth. Basically, why do Dutch riders do so well at short pro short prologues? It's about the same amount of length as they spend attacking. <laughs>
0: oh.
1: Yeah, hmm. so yeah, it's um, it's all good. It's yeah, it's it's really it's a nice, exciting, um, yeah. nice, exciting time. So yeah, so um, yeah, so the prologue. Um, uh, van Blersten starting in pink. Now I was thinking this might have been Bigler's first win of the year. Really. Mm, I think it might have been like first big UCI. I now I know, I know. If you're one of the people who have this argument with me, yes, I do count um, uh, the year the, the wins as not including national championships and stuff because yeah. you know unless you're talking the Netherlands and Italy, it's not that hard. Well, sorry, that it can be. There are some countries where it's not that hard to win a national championships, um, relatively yeah, speaking. Yeah. But yeah, so um, this year so far, Bigler they. Um, I'm just looking up their stats on CQ because okay. hell that's what they yeah, do yeah. oh no that's not true um I think I think we had some uh we had no, they have done much better than I thought they do but they've kind of done well in um Ashley moonwan Powell's pasio won the Auensteiner rad sportage um, oh, stage yeah. race yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ash basically won that and a lot is national champion in ITT and road race and Dor- Doris you know but basically um oh and yeah and anime van Vlosten won the thema Bureau pro prologue but that's not very many races do you know what i mean um to to win so they're going to be super super happy to kind of put down the um their marker here's 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 our marker here's here's what we want to do we are going to take it's a long season they haven't done you know they, they didn't do as well as they wanted to in the early part of the season now the summer stage racing is on you know bang this is where they can kind of you know if they do well here it doesn't matter that they didn't do so well in the beginning (laughs) in the classics
0: that's true that's true i mean every race is a chance for everyone to forget the race you didn't win before but when it's when it's this race you know this is also one that everyone will remember so yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah so, and then today, stage two, um, also in Slovenia, it's, um, it was a, uh, well, they kind of sang a lumpy stage and they did get some riders, you know, riders escaping, um, you know, riders escaping early on. Uh, a group of three with, um, I'm not going to be able to get their names right, which is going to kill me. I'm very, very sorry. Um, but it was Malgo, Malgozata Jasinska from Ale Cipollini. It was Anna, Anna Kovrig um, out there, and also it was um, Chantal Hoffman from uh, from who's the, who's Nether, who's no, who's So right. they had this break that got to the ends, ended up in a bunch sprint, and it was won by Barbara Gurishi of Velocio Stram. Who oh, we were just talking about her with yeah. um, Lucinda Brand in second to take the GC, and um, Tiffany Cromwell also of Velocio Stram third.
0: Yeah, yeah, which um you know, and she uh, from memory wound up. What around seventh or eighth in the prologue? So, um, you know, yeah,
1: she's, yeah, she's doing well.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's going all right. Um, and then tomorrow with um, with well, official stage two. I, the numbering always freaks me out after prologues. Um, so they're going from where is it? Um, Gaiarene? Is that is that how you pronounce that? Gaiarene in Italy?
1: That's how you pronounce it. Okay, that's how I pronounce Guarine, it. No, Gaiarene in
0: San Fiore. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is a bit of a, I yeah, I'd call it a bit of a roly lumpy sort of stage. That's tight Yeah, the climbs aren't huge. I don't think there's anything over about 400 meters. But they're particularly in the last um, what 50 kilometers uh, are sort of the three bigger climbs that count for the the queen of the mountains.
1: Yeah, they start off with a circuit and then they go into these hills and the climbs at the end are like um, around 10%, you know, have 10% gradient and also Mm hairpins. So, lumpy classics-esque. This is like, you know, the chance for some riders to break away, escape.
0: Yeah. So, if, if, for example, someone had a history of 107 kilometer solo, (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany, well, Tiffany... Well, breakaways. I, I just
1: think, I think Elisa, I think Elisa, it could be, it could be the perfect one for Elisa. Now, here's oh, yeah, the no, that's
0: true. She does love to, to bust out Solo at about 45k to go, doesn't she? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. But I think, I think the thing that we, um the thing that's really interesting about, about all of this is that with the Giro is that they have the, um, Intermediate sprint bonifications and the end winning sprint bonifications as well. So well so this is the chance for well, you know, you might you know stick Marabra at the bottom of the hill and she gets up to the top first. Why Mariana Voss has won at least once has won on the um on the on the um, on on bonifications.
0: Yeah, yeah, true, true.
1: So it's it's kind of it's a really, really important thing to remember is that like the bonnies are uh, can actually win you the race. Yeah. So someone like Solongo Borghini, who's not as good in the kills as, oh well, God, it's her teammates, so maybe she can't race her. This is the thing that kills me. Let's pick someone like um, Annemiek Van Vlerten, for example, who's a great, who's good at climbing and good at descending, mm-hmm. um, but isn't, isn't like a pure climber. Yeah. If she pick, if she pick up the intermediate sprint bonifications and the finish, bonif- and the finish line bonifications, they could win from that.
0: Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, and absolutely. And there's a whole bunch of ways that it can play out over, the, you know, the, I mean, we've already highlighted stage five being a, a great pure climber stage, but there are plenty of others like this, you know, stage two. And... You
1: did get very excited when I sent you the stage five profile, didn't you?
0: Well, because uh, it is, it's a stage that just, you know, from, from course director to field says, fuck you, this isn't an easy race. You know and what did
1: you do when i sent you the one when i sent you the one for um uh the one from stage seven <laughs> you did make a pretty good noise
0: i did but i was i thought we'd talk about stage three and four before we got back to those but okay <laughs> yeah
1: so stage three is um, um if you three, had to so design
0: I- a stage that was like custom made for say georgia bronzini i think you know you?
1: Nah, no, you'd jump in some more hills if you want to make it Georgia. You'd want to kind of make it, you know, to shake off the other riders. But yes, yeah, day three is sprinters. Well, well, we say sprinters, but you know, anything can happen in racing. It could be a hundred kilometer solo breakaway win. Well, but it, it's a,
0: it could be, but I mean, it's not just the profile. When you actually look at the finish straight, it is long straight. You know, but basically, if anything gently slopes down, <laughs> it's it, it is definitely it is definitely. You know,
1: you know who it's for, and she's not here either. High tech products. Oh. It's, it's a Kirsten Veiled finish, and there's no Kirsten Racing.
0: oh uh, uh. I don't know
1: why. I don't know why High Tech have missed the like. So High Tech have missed the Aviva Women's Tour, and they've missed the the, the Giro Rossa. Mm. It's a really weird set of races to to miss.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so stage three is Cotatone to Mantova. Um it's looks we we, you know, it's it's built for a f- sprint. Stage four is completely flat, um, totally flat. It's uh it's hundred and, and uh, kilometres around. Um to Pozzodara. Um yeah, completely flat, and bizarrely completely flat because I don't think there were completely flat places in Italy, but never mind. Um, stage five, we talked about that Treza Solada to Aprica, which is you know a hundred yeah. and twenty-eight point four, and it's basically in the Alps, up an alp, yeah. uh, going up an alp.
0: Now the key thing to remember about it, though, is that um, while it, it's a uh, over a thousand meters of climbing, it's it's a long, steady gradient. There are a couple of ramps that hit around ten percent, but most of it's actually pretty consistent at um, at around three, and and it's just long. Like you're basically climbing for the whole of the last forty five k of the race, so yeah, it's it's a it's a real grinder of a climb as well.
1: Yep. Um. After that one, though, I think this might be my favourite stage. It's Treviso to um. Uh, uh, sorry, it's stage six. It's just Treviso uh, to Morbano.
0: Mal- yeah. yeah
1: and i think that this one is the most exci- is really exciting like you said like they've looked at it and they've gone oh yeah you know pure climber can win on stage 5 but stage 6 it's basically got three, um, three, three big climbs with a, with a mini climb in between them and thus Three descent and an uphill finish. It's yeah, and the first climb is the twenty kilometers to go. Basically, they go neutral, neutral state, neutral finish. Mm-hmm. Twenty kilometers to go, and it's it's been in it before. It's yeah, it's got like some uh, in last and um, when they had it in two thousand and fourteen, they had the, they had like this big climb and then they had the flat. Yeah, yeah. But this time, it's climb descent, little climb, big climb descent little tiny bit of flat big climb oh my god and it's it's not like it's um yeah it's hair pinny it's hard it's fun it's gonna be a really really interesting stage because and again we talked about Marina voss winning on winning before like last year i think she won on the on bonifications but she's also won because of descending
0: yeah yeah
1: and we've got some, I mean, Pauline Fran is beautiful at descending. Uh, oh, God, Lucinda Brand. There's some really, really exciting riders who can basically, I mean, do you remember she, she got up to the top something like a minute and 50 behind like your Emma, Emma Pooleys and stuff? Yeah, but, yeah. And she was two and a half minutes ahead at the bottom of the climb. Mm, mm. Like, just, oh, my God. That was the one where the motorbike um, spun off the road. Yes. Because it yeah. couldn't keep up with her.
0: Yeah. So. Oh. Definitely, definitely I, I think you're right. I think that's gonna be it may not be the stage that decides the race, but I think it's gonna be the most fun stage, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And and yeah. And then stage seven, um is you know, stage seven you need a bit of a break after that. So they've got like the shortest stage, eighty nine point seven kilometres, mm. Arenzano to Loano, and it basically um yeah. A couple yeah, of um, good
0: climbs, yeah. but you know, it's a it's oh. a nice downhill finish, so
1: <laughs> yeah What well, nice downhill finish what he means is it has a big fuck, great big fucking big climb in the middle <laughs> it basically hits at around 20 kilometers hit the first they start off on the beachfront. that looks beautiful oh the med is gorgeous they start off on the beachfront and then they just go up some nine kilometer climb with an average gradient of eight percent but with some really start really you know far really yeah hard bits and that's a long drag but then it's got this kind of Really nice, nasty, nasty-looking descent where you go down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, and then they kind of go right, ra- right, ramp, ramp, more climb, more climb, um, which is beautiful. Um, yeah, you know, more, more, and more, so more, more, more climb. Climb up
0: to Rialto, and then it's a it's a drop, and it's a it's a pretty fast descent from
1: mad fast the top descent
0: there to to the end. It's it's literally, I think, from the pinnacle, it's it's under twenty k's to the end, and yeah. the, the descent is uh, it's got some technical sections, but it's also got some big, long drops. So there's going to be some serious speed on that too.
1: Yeah, and that's... If you don't like descending, that's where you're fucked. And then yeah. again, I want to see Emma Pooley How is she doing that? Oh, my God. But then, you know, that's my, my rant for yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so that could... So, again, it's like you can be the best climber, but you can be completely fucked on that descent. And there's also not that much you can do about shepherding people down those descents, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So stage... So after that, stage eight, Pisano to Nebbiuno. Well, what should we do after that when we've got two stages to go? I know, let's have an ITT.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, surely nobody's legs are sore. Nobody's tired. Let's Let's just go all the way into the pain cave. Let's just crawl in there with a pointy stick and poke the bear
1: yeah and it's got um, and it's not just a it's not it's a 21 kilometers but it's got some hairpins, it's got some uh you know some some climb some climbing and so it's kind of like it's not like massively big climbs but it's it's no, only about 200 meters in climb because it's, it's an
0: itt it's gonna hurt like yeah you're gonna feel those climbs for sure oh yeah yeah
1: and then we uh get to the final um the final final stage yeah uh which is you know uh queen stage which is that's what was your noise that you made when i showed you that profile
0: i to be honest i actually don't remember so you're gonna have you to you st-
1: did. you sounded like homer simpson
0: <laughs> so what i was just woohoo
1: you know rawr, oh, like right. Homer Simpson <laughs> when you wave a because oh, when you mentioned
0: when you mentioned pork or something and he just drools yeah yeah, was, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: so this is Verbania Bur- to San Domenico di Vaso. actually sorry this is the one that Emma Pooley blah 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 Anna van der Bregen. sorry I'm rubbish um, this is it's the Queen's stage they basically start off on Lake Lago Maggiore um, head inland, and then they go um, through Ornavaso which is the Elisa Bolongo Vorghini hometown yes and um then basically up some mountains.
0: Yeah. And I
1: reckon that's about a thousand kilometers of climbing.
0: Uh, I think it's over a a thousand meters. I think it tops out actually close to, um, 1200 meters of climbing, um, in total from where they start on the day. Um, and uh, average gradients around 8%, but it gets steeper the further up they go. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it is
1: brutal. It's. I mean, this was the one last year. It was um, Emma. It was basically. Do you remember last year Emma Pooley? This is one where she duelled with Mara Abbott right to the top and then just dropped her in the final couple of in the final kilometer or so. Now, who's going to be this year's Emma Pooley? Will Mara have it all her own way? Because you know, yeah. technically, actually, you know, Mara could just win on win on those climbs. It, or anything we'll, can we'll,
0: you know, this year. Exactly, exactly. You know, will Pauline Fran Prevost have come even more prepared to climb? Yeah, or
1: will we just have some random chick who kind of appears out of nowhere because yeah. they haven't been climbing races and blasts up to the top? I mean it's yeah, yeah it's it's exactly. um, yeah.
0: Um it's it's going <sighs> to be very, very exciting. So, uh, do you dare make predictions this early? I mean, I, I kind of feel like we haven't no. even seen things start to shake out yet. So,
1: no, no, yeah. no. I think anything can happen in this race. I mean, last year I was like all about. I, I think. I think the last couple of years I've been like, well, I really want Voss to get it, but I don't think she will. Oh, look, she has. <laughs> So you know, and I was—I did have my predictions for the climbing stages last year, which were all pooley all the time. Yeah, but But um, yeah. you know, I we don't have we don't have pooley this year, and, <laughs> and like I say, <laughs>
0: hey, I thought for a second you were going to say you've grown and matured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, we all you know met... that's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, you haven't met me. That's the thing. Yeah, one day you'll meet me, and you'll know how crazy that is. So yeah. Uh... Yeah. But... Oh, I've just seen a beautiful photo come up from a cycle of photos of um of uh Barbara Gura, She's win. Oh
0: awesome. Um
1: it's just yeah, I think she just looks she just looks this just check out this picture and see if you can describe the expression on her face there.
0: Okay. Um uh, look, I think I think it's probably safe to assume that most people listening to our podcast have seen Dead Poets Society and are familiar I haven't. with it. Yeah, I said most people listening to our podcast I didn't say I didn't say pop culturally challenged people like you. Um, so they'll know they'll know the reference to barbaric yorp and 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 um, you know uh, the the kind of prominence of that. This is a barbaric yorp on the bike, for sure. For sure.
1: She's very happy to have won that.
0: Yes. She's possibly miming breaking her enemies in half over her top tube. <laughs> it's it's entirely possible that she's actually envisioning her worst enemy just being bent in half backwards over her top tube in that moment. I feel yes. So happy.
1: Brand looks. I think that's because Lucinda knows that she's going into the um into the uh oh, leaders' yeah, the leadership.
0: Leadership. yeah.
1: I mean, I think now we have got less information than normal from this year's Giro, which is annoying. But um, it's uh, I'm just, we're just guessing from the fact that Lucinda Brand um came second. We're 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 guessing it's a technical finish. I think yeah. that's fake that, that's,
0: to say? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's our current theory. We await highlights that prove us wrong. <laughs>
1: no. Which does segue quite well. I'm not on my best, dear listener. I'm not on my best and brightest and haven't been for ages. But um, one of the things that um, we do have from the Giro is uh, an hour of highlights every night. Mm. Yes, it's 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 wonderful. It's wondrous. It's wonderful. We did think that we we're going to get the... Well, I thought... I don't
0: know you I thought the thought. prologue was going to be live.
1: And... It was not my fault. It was on the schedule.
0: Yeah, yeah. I... I... You, I wasn't saying you thought without reason or basis. I'm just saying <laughs> you thought it was going to be live. I, I have learned life. from bitter experience. The last time I got excited because I thought something was going to be live, it, it nearly destroyed me. So <laughs> I've I've learned to trust nothing, Sarah. Nothing. nothing.
1: Nothing and no one. And definitely not cycling. I'm a,
0: I'm a shattered corpse of a man. <laughs>
1: oh, oh in your jumper
0: <laughs> hey it's actually cold here today it, it didn't even get over 15 so you know
1: oh my god over 15
0: yeah
1: yeah oh, poor man how did you very, live
0: very cold day you're talking 15.
1: about proper 15 as well you're not like, yeah, talking yeah, about like American
0: 15, 15. fifteen. yeah like the actual the actual measuring system the whole world uses yes yes yeah <sighs> so no but no okay so jokes aside it did actually legit get cold on my way home it was like two which i don't care who you are that's cold i mean yeah zero zero is literally freezing so two is allowed to be cold
1: yeah yeah here we go two degrees in sydney i don't think that happened dear listener ha
0: it does sometimes and it did this time
1: Yeah, yeah yeah anyway so so dan is wearing his jumper which is very exciting because he's normally talking about how hot it is but
0: Well, the good news about it is, though, that, you know, living in Australia, I've literally had this jumper for 10 years. Like, it's nowhere near worn out.
1: i feel like you should i feel like pics or it didn't happen anyway um, yeah if you want to follow the giro live an hour of highlights every day on rye sports 2 it's at different times and the schedule changes there's guides to us on ProWomenCycling.com. um you might need to set up your a vpn client to watch it um but yeah it's uh that that's that's great um it's it's you know it, it it's lovely it also appears very quickly on the internet afterwards and every day i'm going to be putting up a post full of videos for um for the for the you know for the for what i've seen the day before basically basically so we've already got the um post up for the prologue and we'll also have a post for the for stage one um basically hopefully sometime tonight
0: yeah yeah um thanks for joining us obviously we'll catch up with you um, in the in the coming days, to talk
1: more Giro Rosa. Oh, 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 oh We didn't tell the house to watch, but yes, you can also watch on Twitter. Ah, oh, yes. And follow the race as it happens live on Twitter, and you use the hashtag #GiroRossa2015, and you can you know basically see what follow the stages live as they happen. But you can also um, uh, uh, kind of you, know, you can you, you 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 can also kind of um, follow on my Twitter list.
0: Yes. Indeed, indeed. Which is a roundup of all the people who, who tend to be around to help tweet and get information out as quickly as it, it comes to hand, which is very useful.
1: Um, yes. Absolutely. Very useful indeed. So what will happen? Anything will happen. We'll, tw- we'll we'll come back with some more podcasts. Come to our site. Ask me questions on at, at pigeons underscore pigeons. Oh, my God.
0: At <laughs> underscore pigeons underscore is how I'm to ask not- Sarah questions on Twitter. Uh, you can also email us at prowomancycling at gmail.com. You can comment on our blog, prowomencycling.com. And if you feel like abusing me, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Dan W. Official,
1: excellent.
0: How was that for a roundup? That was pretty good.
1: (sighs) I'm rubbish.
0: Ah, whatever. You're excited because it's Giro Rosa time. Giro Rosa time. I just made that song up. Could you tell?
1: It's very exciting. It
0: was at least as good as any official Giro Rosa theme song. I have to say.
1: Oh my god. Anyway, we'll have that. So we'll continue (laughs) this later, and we'll come back to you shortly. Thank you very much for listening.
0: Good night.